This is WMPG 90.9 Southern Maine Community Radio from USM. In the Pocket, a talk show that showcases Mainers who are people of color. Each episode represents a member of the Maine community from art, culture, and business, the earth, wind, and fire of life. Embracing and exploring the Black diaspora and descendants of American slavery through conversation is the foundational concept of In the Pocket. The overall mission of In the Pocket is to create conversational space for all people of color that is documented and celebrated through sharing of life experiences. If you like what you're hearing and want to hear it again, or want to check out our archive of past shows, look for us at inthepocket.captivate.fm or search In the Pocket on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at In The Pocket and give us a follow so you never miss a show. Thank you listeners for tuning in to In The Pocket. I'm your host, Flo Edwards, and today our special guest is named Uncommon. He's a very talented musician, artist, um, spoken word, rapper, singer. I mean, you name it, I think he does it. He's going to talk about his album called Hourglass, and hopefully you'll check it out on Spotify after this. And it's also going to be the score for this episode. So please, Uncommon, introduce yourself. Uh, so again, my name is Uncommon. Um, I originated, uh, was born in the Caribbean. And, you know, me and my family here in the early 2000s. And we've been in Maine ever since. Uh, you know, you haven't asked the question yet, but, you know, right now, a big thing, you know, for me, you know, even getting into music or doing what I do, you know, from a young age, I've uh, more inclined uh, sounds. I just, I just, you know, uh, different sort of sounds and feeling that it's just something I've jive my whole life. And, you know, to you know, at my life, everything at this point to where I'm actually <laughs> in music. I never thought it's, uh, it's crazy how things come come closer and start to manifest within your being, within you, knowing or understanding where it's coming from. So, plus that I recognize. Uh, you know, what I have inside of me and now that I'm... Yeah, um, I think a lot of people don't count their blessings. So I'm glad you were partaking in that. And listening to the album, I really enjoyed the intro, as, as silly as that might sound. But I felt that you were truly setting the stage for what the listener was going to be engaging with. And it was something to engage in and not just listen and forget about it. Yes. Um, you know, with the intro, it was something I actually, uh, I was at work, um, just sitting down, I was, and I didn't know all that, you know, what, what I was even doing. And then uh, uh, the place I was working, it was an hourglass, like a big, it was a furniture store. There was a big glass, 
corner and I didn't see it. And I wasn't really. And for some reason, this time, when I, it, I just started thinking about life and that we have on this earth and, you know, our people and everyone's journey. And, you know, of course, looking at, you know, everyone's life right now. Couple of things. Um, so I was looking at that, and that's where I kind of got the inspiration uh, for, uh, for that. I wish Oma was at that day uh, about about a year ago, a uh, year ago now, and you know I just want one uh, one when, when I got the idea the. Uh, the album Hourglass. Uh, I went back thinking about that poem because I was reading and everything that you know I did. You know, this would actually be a, a really good uh, album name. Like names, I, I kind of you know revise a little bit, having making more sense and. You know, the whole hourglass concept is, of course, uh, you as your being, as your, you know, in here, ever all of us on earth, we're all an hourglass, right? And we all have a particular time that we have. Oops, I'm uh, We all have a particular time, uh, time that we have on this earth. And I just want to, as you know, you, of course, Our conscious mind, we have our subconscious mind, and throughout, you know, throughout life, you know, going throughout your life, they're doing, uh, not really looking inwards and focusing on themselves, uh, not really asking themselves, and you know, uh, making the cloud be is the cloud is that the cloud is life's energy. And and then rain. Most clouds do rain. So the rain is uh, talking about the life experiences. All this rain is coming out of glass. Imagine, right? See, it's your heart, which is our our you know. And all this rain, all these experiences, everything's. The top of our hourglasses, consciousness, and a particular thing that was put, you know, a lever in the center of the hourglass, and in this concept, and this center, you know, of the hourglass, there. So throughout life, people get uh, different experiences, you know, opportunities, and things that they can with their life feelings, you know, ambitions, goals, etc. And throughout life, a lot of us tend to collect those feelings and reflect, you know, how we're actually you know, feeling towards something. And the whole the whole part of that is up, you know, adding as we build pressure to that lever. Release it. <laughs> if you don't let things if you don't want to 
ambitions, these things that you have in life. Of course, at a certain point, it's going to overflow, and you're going to lose all of those things that you neglected. But once you let the lever go, once you let everything, you know, everything you're feeling, as I said, once you let it go, let it really feed into your subconscious mind, feed into, feed into everything. Oh, of course, now it's open in your conscious. And the bottom half, as as I explained, is boundless, endless. It's an eternal space where anything is possible. Do whatever you want. Anything is possible. And you know, I just that that's where I came. That's where that's where it is. That's where. Well, thank you for expanding. <laughs> No, not really. Uh, thank you for expanding on it. Um, you know, you condensed it in the intro or in your poem for under three minutes. And I feel like you were kind of in that zone, but you did expand on just the details and just amplified the thought that was present. Um, what I was curious as, was any of those songs on the album representing the actual lever like what makes, is it just being aware of what you're feeling? Is that a lever where emotions or experiences are able to get into your subconscious? Yes. Um, so one song that, you know, Paradise, um, so that one, uh, it's more, it's towards the end of the album. And I placed here, I kind of placed every, every, uh, I did not kind of, on every song uh, strategically um, to how I want listeners to, you know, kind of uh, listening to the album. Uh, but, you know, with Paradise, you know, I really find you and I feel it and I know it that Paradise, we could all be you know, what is, what is Paradise to you? What is happiness to you? Um, and within, you know, within most songs, most of the songs, you are releasing your lever, right? Or, and, and I'm trying to, you know, convey in every song on this album, that everything is about each and every pushing forward what we want to do for life. And I, I do think didn't, you know, ex uh, express that throughout the album. Uh, however, in Paradise, that was, that was the one that I wanted it to be more, uh, more conveying of Right, the almost rolling the dice metaphor. I, yes. I also noticed that you approached upon talking about suicide. Um, I, th I think it was the song that has like the part one in it. Yes, yes. Take the pain away, yes. Take the pain uh, away. So that one, uh, kind of interesting. <laughs> uh, I was at, it was funny because I didn't think I was going to write anything about this, um, you know, about it is about that, and it is. Um, but I was actually sitting at a barbershop. <laughs> I was sitting at a barbershop, and, you know, I had a long wait. I was just sitting there kind of writing this I think it was believing me when I was writing that one. And then 
there was, a, there was actually a guy who, when I was walking in, when I was walking in, he was outside and he looked like something was going on in his life and from where I was sitting I was where I was sitting you know I was just looking ears like I could see something was wrong with him so I actually went outside you know I really quick I knew I had a had a way and I was like okay and he was like he started crying he was like no, no one cares about me. No, 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 no. And I was like, bro, like I care about you. I'm right here. Like, what's up? And we started talking. Um, and you know, this guy was just going through a lot in his life, and he just needed someone to be there. Ask him about himself. Ask him. You know, I was happy in the moment. I, I haven't seen him since then, um, but I was happy with myself in the moment initiative is seeing someone you know who was in pain and going and going and talking to him because I, I don't he doesn't know me I don't know him who knows what what could happen I you know I was very he was smiling and like he was smiling and laughing with me afterwards so back in the barbershop um I sat down because I talked to him about five minutes seven minutes Went back into the barbershop. I mean, he was still sitting outside, and that's when I started writing. That's when I started writing. I'm so glad you shared that story. Thank you, and shared or from that story, you were able to create uh, such a great song. Um, I do feel like during the pandemic, I mean, I think suicide is always an issue in our society. However, I feel like during the pandemic, I'm not saying it's over, it's probably a soft ending. It is probably had a pretty big spike. Um, so kudos for you for sharing those emotions with people and acting on it, not just pretending or not just doing, um, what do you call it? Um, yeah, just trying to be like, yeah. like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people do a lot of good. Um, however, you know, nowadays, my personal opinion, media and everything—that's you know, uh, kind of looking for other people to see, see what they're doing and have validation. Behind, you know, whatever passions they're they're, they're doing, money or just doing. You know, a lot of people like to teach some people, you know, like to kind of broadcast that, you know, that out there. It's not about other people or that you are doing it. And if you feel like, and a big thing, you know, me uh, is following the right? And if you feel something, you know, inside of you that you feel you need to do something, God, you have that you pray. Uh, but a lot of people don't think that. A lot of people, you know, if, if you're feeling something inside of you and you, you know that probably the right thing to do, that is, that, go and do it without, you know, without trying to 
have any sort of validation that would be like for that feeling. Um, I'm not sure if I <laughs> answered a question or anything. I just kind of went off again, but you know, it's you know, it, a lot, a lot of this here as, as of right now on Earth, I I work internal uh, you know um, and there's a lot of people out there who need help and don't know how to it or maybe are afraid to ask for how other people they you know look at them um, but I just want anyone to know you know who's gonna be listening to this as well like want to talk and reach out to me like music to do music for me like this is something that I want to have an impact on I to the better understand their true being understand you know that whatever you're feeling whatever you you know can even imagine it's that's the reality because you thought about it and whatever it, it, you, you can do it, you know, and whatever you're feeling, you know, on the, on the negative side, talk, you can, you can, and, and I'm, I'm a very open person, like, um, no, well, that, that is very sweet, um, I am not as good as therapy, so it is uncommon that is offering his hand to anybody who wants to reach out. I really do think that's awesome. So we talked a lot about like the overall theme about the album and where you're coming from, your POV as an artist. Um, so let's go into some of the production side. So what did you have yes. your hand in? Was it just the vocals? Was it just the writing? Did you do production? Do you make beats? Uh, great questions. Um, so as of right now, uh, this for this first album, really a year that I've been doing this, uh, what my hand is in right now is just the, of course, writing. I write all the lyrics and uh, of course the singing uh, everything you know is me um no other <laughs> and I do I do go to a studio uh great guy Lee up in um, I go to his studio as a producer uh he knows what he's doing and you know, for this album the beats that I'm using are from one of my other friends, Paul Preston, and I actually use every single one of his beats. Uh, so I just wanted him to support him, and I do like his beats as well. I love his beats. And it drew me in and writing. I found him and we connected and, you know, been friends ever since. But again, as of right now, um, all I'm doing is singing, writing, rapping, and uh, I have all my equipment, everything like that set up in my home, but it is hard. It is difficult, you know, 
one good at work and trying to figure out figure out everything. Oh, but I'm giving it about a year. <laughs> about a year until I, you know, make beats on my own. <laughs> right on. I mean, I think uh, giving yourself a year sounds like a good amount of time to give yourself a, a solid foundation to grow upon. Yes. So how long had you been writing? as I can remember I've been writing Ooh. I recall it was, was I'm 30 years old uh, 30 years old now but ever since you know middle school high school always been, always been writing always been writing and that was that's actually something that was instilled in me from a very young age from my dad actually um, he used to you know, uh, recite to us poems a lot. You know, we used to write a lot to, uh, like, with us down in that. So, um, yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, more than half your life, it seems like. So. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. I've never, but I've never looked at it um, in terms of uh, a way of making music. Uh, I too have been a writer all my life. Um, probably not as prolific as you, uncommon. However, I'm sure you are though. <laughs> I do. I've been like a hoarder of media, so I hoard CDs and vinyl records and now digital files. And I always like to write in notebooks. I noticed that people younger than me tend to write them on their phone or I assume that's like when I go to spoken word things they're reading them off their phone so I assume that they're um that they're typed but I I don't actually know I haven't really asked but I've collected these works from even when I was in, in the single digits and of course the single digit stuff was not good but some of it was kind of funny um yeah. but I submitted some work and I gathered it over 30 years of my life give or take maybe 25 and i'm rounding up and it was really cool to see that i've kind of been the same person all this time um isn't that isn't that crazy when you're when you only connect the dot looking back right right and it's funny like the, you, your soul doesn't change who you are doesn't change um it's just the being conscious of it as, as their you know time where they're going to they are everything you are conscious of, you know on a daily basis of love like I cannot go day without writing something without some sort of you know something going on in my head and my whole life I never thought about becoming an artist right I was sports you know, track and you know everything like that. I was by that at that end, and you know, for me, when you know that got got away, I injured my knee. I couldn't really do what I used to be able to do, and at that point, I I had to 
really look inside of me and figure out what I wanted to do. And years went by and I, and I had no idea. But through all those years, I was fighting. I was thinking, hey, this, this is probably what I should, <laughs> what I should try to do, you know? But I'm glad and I'm appreciative and happy. Uh, of course that, you know, with, with so I hear you. Yeah. And I'm so glad you found something that was always there after your injury. Um, and looking towards the future, how do you think you're going to promote your album, Hourglass? Yeah. Um, that's something that's, and this is something that's uh, pretty new to me, and I don't mind being to that as well. Learning curve. Um, I'm connected with people, uh, trying to gain an understanding of how. Um, so, so that right now that's works. I'm trying to get on even though I don't really love doing it, that's something that uh, you know train my mind um, to do uh, in terms of posting more, uh, you know, for people to see because you know no one's gonna hear what I have to say. Uh, so I do. Uh, I, I need to find a way uh, that hears this. Always. Uh, but as of right now, just like trying to connect with different people, trying to figure out uh, get my name out and promote this album. I'm going to be really awesome, Sauce. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your day. Uh, I know with your art, and then of course, doing what you probably do to maintain your lifestyle i know you're very busy uncommon so thank you for sharing some time with us at itp listeners would love to know how to get in touch with you what's the plug yes um so my instagram uh that's probably the one you can reach me the most or easiest um it is uncommon u-n-c-o-n dot i-z so uncommon.iz uh, and on that page you will have links uh, you know towards my music and everything that I have currently uh, and just follow me on my journey you know I will be as, as of right now that's my uh, way I want to reach out to me uh, but follow me on my journey and you know there's going to be more um, I have a lot already planned I'm excited for that and yeah, that is my handle, a common thought I see. If you like what you've heard and want to hear it again, or want to check out our archive of past shows, look for us at inthepocket.captivate.fm or search In The Pocket on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at inthepocket.fm and give us a follow so you never miss a show. Time for some PSAs. The Immigrant Legal Advocacy Project, known as I-LAP, 
is Maine's only nonprofit immigration legal services organization. ILAP has helped people from over 100 countries gain legal status. To see if Immigrant Legal Advocacy Project can help you or someone you know, get more info online at ilapmain.org. And that's I-L-A-P-M-A-I-N-E dot org. Also, Wabanaki Reach supports the self-determination of Wabanaki people through education, truth-telling, restorative justice, and restorative practices in Wabanaki and Maine communities. For information about understanding colonization, the Truth Commission, and more, go online to mainwabanakireach.org. M-A-I-N-E-W-A-B-A-N-A-K-I-R-E A-A-C-H dot org. Hey Huskies, did you know that USM has a food pantry on campus? The Campus Food Pantry is a free resource open to current USM students, faculty, and staff. There is no proof of financial need required, just your USM ID. The Campus Food Pantry offers food, personal and household items, and offers walk-ins. You can pre-order online at usm.main.edu, search for Food Pantry, or visit the USM Campus Food Pantry at 102 Bedford Street in Portland or in the UCU Den in the Brooks Student Center in Gorham. Bring your current USM ID.